0: to be
1: And, hey everybody, what's up? Hello. Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. Uh, Yeah, this is episode number 334. You're in for a doozy. That's right. Um, why, why are they in for a doozy? Because this is the first episode of the new year, Corey.
2: New it year, is. new us, bro. And it's been like, what, three, four weeks since we... Did a podcast?
1: It's been a month. This is the longest we've ever gone without podcasting. And you know what? Audience, it felt great. Yeah, did. Five years. Five years. And this is the longest <laughs> we've gone. And I'm happy we did it. We didn't release any content. I had people I had people hitting me up in the DMs like, hey, did you quit your show? And I was like, bitch, do you know who I am? No, I'm kidding. That's not how I respond. No, we just decided to finally take a little time off. And it was well-deserved. And we enjoyed it. Uh, you know, Corey stared at his baby, Jesse stared at his textbooks. (laughs) Uh, you know, I stared at a lot of different things actually. I'm a little bit more cultured than Corey and Jesse, so I have a bit of a mix of the things that I stare at. So, but, anyways, we're back. I'm the host that talks first. My name is D. I am the host that talks second to brand new year,
2: Dr. Corey Petty. And those are Dr. Corey Penny's dogs. Those are my dogs, because there is a person in my front yard walking his dog.
1: Oh, damn. Welcome it's to life. life. Welcome <laughs> to life.
0: And I complete the trio. The younger
1: one. <laughs> oh. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, if you didn't notice... Prices are up. Yeah, man. We got to stop the dogs for a second. We're going to get run out of town. All right. All right.
0: Do let the dogs out.
1: Roof, 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 roof. <laughs> let it work. Did you hear Jesse's new moniker, Corey? My name is Jesse. I'm the younger one. Yeah, I, think so. he,
2: he, I, I, ca- I joined the, the 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 circle, and Jesse left it at
1: the same time. I'm the I'm the younger one. Yeah. So prices are up. Yeah, but man. Um. So what are you guys? I'm actually recording from my boat right now. <laughs> I, don't know if I went and I bought a boat. Reckless. No kidding. Prices are up a lot. So just to, for those of you that have been living underneath the rock, uh, you know, some of the big heavy hitters in crypto, Bitcoin and Ether, uh, they are up quite a bit. In fact, this time last year, they were sitting at like 3800 3900 and they're currently at 41000 per for Bitcoin. And then Ether was sitting at $185 at one point last year, and it's currently at $1,200, $1,200 per. So that's the price. It's the all time
2: high. So, like,
1: if you had to like uh,
2: compare them to what they have been in the past, Bitcoin has far exceeded, if not, it hasn't doubled, I don't think, yet, but it's far exceeded its all time high by a substantial percentage. Ethereum is still below its all time high by about, I don't know, 15 to 20%, I think.
1: Yeah. The, um, in the wise words of uh, one Nicki Minaj, Bitcoin has shitted on them. <laughs> and um, Ethereum is, is almost doing the same. Um, I was able to give my parents one of the best Christmas slash New Year's presents of all. Last night, it was great. So I purposefully didn't get them a Christmas present because I knew what was going on and then so finally they had the courage to ask me if i was just a shitty son or not last night on the phone they were like hey so we were looking and uh, no packages came we we're like are you okay like you've been sick We get that but uh basically they were like trying to say in a nice <laughs> no, way like, where the fuck are our christmas presents you <laughs> terrible son and so i was like yeah mom remember when you sent me that money to buy those two bitcoin all those years ago and she was like yeah yeah and i was like well i held on to it you know i've had i got the bitcoin and I was like, Dad, remember I told you to buy this amount of Bitcoin every week, no matter what, for all these years? And he was like, yeah, I think I got about like 1.8 Bitcoin or something like that. I was like, all right, so open your Coinbase account. So I sent my mom back her crypto to my dad's Coinbase account while they were both like on FaceTime. And he looked in and he was like, that ain't right. That, that, ain't, that, ain't, that number ain't right. I don't got, what is this number here? And I was like, what does it say? And it was a, it was a, it was a large number. We know what the prices have done. And he was like, no, I got to be hitting the wrong button. So he's like, I could hear him tapping on the screen. And he's like, it says, no, I'm hitting portfolio. That's my portfolio, yeah. And so he logs out. He logs back in. And he looks and he's like, no, this ain't right. This ain't right. And I was like, no, that's right. you're Merry Christmas. Forever. I'm never getting you another Christmas present again. And so they were really, really happy about that. Uh, that was that made me feel really good. That happened <laughs> last night actually. So I feel I feel good about that. Well, let's talk about
2: that yeah. because there's some there's some pitfalls with that conversation that could mm-hmm. happen,
0: right? Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, prices <laughs> you are could be having a different conversation with your parents. Hey, look at look at your Coinbase account.
1: <laughs> Yo, where did my money go? Yeah. Like,
2: oh like next, like next month, you could be having that conversation. Oh,
1: I did leave that detail out that he couldn't log in for 20 minutes and almost forgot his password and almost forgot. And he got a new phone, so that fucking Kill Bill like alarms like we. I was like, oh shit, did he? And I was like, please tell me you didn't like start your new phone yet. And he was like, no, it's just sitting here in the box. And I was like, oh, thank God, because they're gonna lock him out of the two factor. And I was like, I'm glad I caught that. And he like, Here's the thing with Coinbase, you can get that back. <laughs> Yeah, you can, but it's it's, it's annoying that you can do it. It's gone, but uh,
2: but like here's the other part of that. Like,
1: mm -hmm. did they sell it?
2: No, then it's not realized. He
1: he said, "I'm gonna ride it to the wheels fall off," and I was like,
2: "Well, then who cares? Like, what's the point? It's just a number."
1: uh, Well, I don't know. I'm gonna ride it to the wheels fall off. I'm gonna
2: ride it to (laughs) the wheels fall off. In this context, means I'm gonna throw this money away.
1: I mean, sure, he's an elderly gentleman, so I was like, the wheels are, the 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 wheels are getting loose. You might want you might want to think about it. <laughs> but um, that was good. It was a good story for for me and my my fam. And I'm glad they don't think I'm a terrible son. It's not that I didn't want to get them a Christmas present, but I was like, you've been living a long ass time. Why don't I get you a fucking Furby? Like, no. So. I think that's
2: important though, like, especially for like the audience is Mm -hmm. we're all like, if if you've been listening to us over the years and you've been investing your time into this space and because of that, hopefully, hopefully because, because you invested your time in this space and learned, you've also made some purchases of various cryptos that you think are worthwhile. You're probably Mm -hmm. making a lot of money right now. Well, potentially. Potentially. But like, I think now's the time to start like really proselytizing HODL plus, like we need to start making people aware that like you need an exit plan. You need Mm -hmm. to understand when it's the right time to exit. And that is very much dependent upon your life circumstances and how much, like if, if if the gains that you have made can make severe impact on your life in a positive way, then it's worthwhile for you to do that, to, to, to do it. Mm-hmm. You need to be having mm-hmm. those. You need to be thinking about that and having those conversations as much as you possibly can, right now, so that greed doesn't take over, and you try and ride it so the wheels fall off, and you end up with no money left over. Because it, that yeah. is a potential, right? We've we've gone through it multiple times. Multiple. We personally have gone through it multiple times.
1: Multiple times now. Our nuts are are made of steel, brimstone steel, forged in the caves of uh valhalla so you're you're too jesse
2: what what's uh what's what's the plan (laughs) like what what like i can go ahead i can help the emotional
1: part what's the emotional part go ahead so i um stick with me now uh if you've got kids put those muffs on so i'm a 35 uh I'm a thirty. 34- oh, your kid doesn't know anything yet, Corey. He's still trying to figure out if he has feet or not.
0: Your
1: kid doesn't oh, count. He's, he's not kid. there yet. He's not there yet. <laughs> oh. Ear muffs. Uh, so I'm a 35 year old man with no kids. So my pullout game is strong. So what what I'm trying to say by that is um, there's this moment in time where greed
2: mute yourself. Good sir. We can pull this out, not post production. Just ignore dogs if I'm
1: not talking. So, uh, your kids got to hear most. There's this moment in time when greed will consume your body when you're looking at these numbers on your screens and you're like, wow, those are large numbers. Those are probably larger numbers than I've ever seen on any of the screens I've looked at that are related to my finances. Um, and those large numbers can only get larger. What if those large numbers grow and grow and grow and they get even bigger? I should just not do anything about this and not realize any of these large numbers and let greed take me to the infinite abyss of wealth that I think I'm going to get to. I'm going to be so rich. Right. And that's a, that's a very powerful emotion because it happens <coughs> every time. Bless you. And it's very similar to that last split second when you're making the decision, do I, or do I not practice having kids with this lady? If you're, I guess if you're hetero, yeah. So like, there's a lot of emotions that are involved there, but right before, and you see eight, the next 18 years of your life flash before your life. And it ultimately you eject, right? You eject, right? You make the right decision because (laughs) When the 18 months, the 18 years starts to get fuzzy and question marks, and this all happens in the span of like 0. 0.8 seconds, right? You don't have a lot of time. I don't know about you guys, but you don't have a lot of time. You got to make a choice, right? And, you know, the lady's like, just fucking go for it. Just just make it make it a reality. And you're like, why do y'all always say that shit? Like, you always say that shit. have you, never heard You're not ready for the consequences either. And so, boom, you, you eject, right? And you do what you got to do. It's the same thing with crypto, right? You're going to want to keep it in there. <laughs> You're going to want to let it ride, but you eject. All right. You make the better decision. All right. So hey. how do you determine the right time to eject?
2: How do you know? All right. So <laughs> how do you, if you know? listen how to do my know? story?
1: All right. So when that, that 0.8 seconds, when you're starting to look at your next 18 years of life, the, se- the year where you, it doesn't look like a vision that you'd like to have, like the first year is great. Like you're playing with your one-year-old, second year, you're yelling at your two-year-old and then right around year five where you're like, well, what happens after year five? I don't really have a plan for year five. And then it just goes dark. That's when you eject. That's when you eject. It's like, I don't have a plan for the whole 18 years. I don't have a plan for this kid. So I better not, you know, I better, I better, I better make the right decision, right? So you start making plans with your money and right around the year it gets fuzzy and you're like, I don't know what to do with that much money after that you need to make a short-term decision, how to plus realize some gains, change the next few years of your life, right? And leave the rest of that money in there. If you can make a few years decision right now with your money, Hashtag not investment advice hashtag if you sue me I'll slap you I'll bitch slap you um, then, <laughs> then then make that decision if it starts to get fuzzy then leave the money in there that's that's what I do now of course kids don't work that way you can't have a three three years worth of kid and then the rest of them <laughs> but as soon Figure as the rest later yeah, yeah as soon as it starts to get fuzzy you know that's what I'm eject. That's what I say. That's, that's what I say. That's, got, some, got some intellectual criticism for that, Jesse.
0: Yeah, if I didn't sell anything, I'd be well into six, like seven figures. But like, I uh, I sold sometimes. <laughs> okay. So so, so you're I saying know. never sell? I don't know. I, I say like you know, unless you're trying to like make life changing decisions. I guess I don't know what that means for you. You're still on the wrong I know microphone. for me, like just fucking old forever.
2: <laughs> you're, you're still on the wrong microphone.
1: Oh. I wonder who he is. Are you? Oh, you oh, it's, oh for no, sure. It's like it's that one, but it's – all right, hold on. It doesn't sound very good, Jesse. I'll tell you the uh, Here's the thing, right? Is that like the money that
2: we're talking about is – so how you view the money that you make is dependent upon how much money that you invested in is compared to like what it, what that means to you, right? Very true. So, like, if I'm just casually limping in for a long period of time, and I slowly develop a, a like a a reasonable amount of money, like relative to my my overall portfolio, then I'm not exactly worried about that because I didn't have to like like Try the, orig- the original money isn't substantial to what I need to like live or or like plan the rest of my life, and so it's it's much easier for me. If if like, or anyone who does this type of like process over a long period of time to take gains or let it ride and not be overwhelmed by what happens in case it goes pot negative. But like if you take out a loan and you buy Bitcoin and then you let yeah, it ride for a long period of time, people do this. You sound so much better, just people do that? Yeah. Oh, a lot of a lot of people do that. Some people in the room have done huh. that. So if you do this, and you're not, you don't have an exit strategy, then you're you're squandering, like the risk that you put up in the first place. You're not you're not you're not appreciating that risk appropriately. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're investing a, a substantial portion of your life into this, and you don't have an exit plan, then you're squandering a substantial portion of your life. Yeah. And, and if and and on the flip side of that, it's like if it grows to a point where the Potentially realized gains can make substantial change in your life relative to like how you live it, how much money you make per year, what it can do for you to like maybe give you the space to learn new skills to better your life. And you're not doing that, then you're squandering that too. But if it's like, if it just happens to be like, oh, I limped in and it turned into a bunch of money that I don't necessarily need but could fuck around with, then yeah, squander it. Who cares? That's squanderable money. And but be, be prepared like, for your
1: effort. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, like uh, ahead. kind of what G said. Like if you don't have, if you can't look f- that far forward in your life or you're not trying to, then you're not even, even in a position to even make these decisions. Mm-hmm. It's just like living in the, in, the, in the next week or month. And you've never thought about what you're going to need to get to the- financially. Yeah. Or like what financial position you need to be in to like do the things you need to do to get there then you're not even in a good position to make the decision of like, should I sell or should I not?
1: Yeah. It's, 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 it's wild, but that's it for me. Now to Jesse, to your point, Jesse, you are the young one of the crew. So you probably were like, I should have just never sold yeah, the like, did it. Did you need the money? Should have just let it ride. Then yeah, you were just, you're just no. like
2: scared. Well,
0: yeah. I just didn't know. Okay. Let's put this
2: you're like, well, balloon, did you realized, right? It balloons you fast. you make substantial gains from what you put in? Well, then, what are you yeah, fucking like, crying next?
0: Of like, <laughs> that's, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. I like Bro, like. Uh, yeah, I would have I'm, like. I'm just I saying, saying I, like, it's like could also, be like, yeah. If way, I were if I
2: look back at some of the trades I made a long time ago, I'll probably cry. Yeah. Because it's in the it's in the hundreds of things. It's I, not a really, I, you know, I I literally I bought an, an ether today. It's like I bought three hundred ether that day. <laughs> but like it, exactly. you can't you Dude, can't it's, base it's so much. today's prices on the decisions you made back then on those prices. You no you
0: can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, Just don't get right, an Hold it. hold on to forever if you don't need the money, right? Arguably, all the money in in, in crypto is yeah, like but super what, high you're, what you're building, right? what you're building is a skill it's to super high risk
2: over to, over a period of time. And so, as you make these decisions on yeah. on realizing gains and and figuring out when the right time to leave is, or how to make a decision and go with it, and how to incorporate information on what's currently going on relative to your situation, you're learning a skill on how to manage money. <laughs> and if and if your skill is buy it and hold on to it forever then you're not learning anything
0: i think i've touched enough assets since like 2015 that's an ass- asset toucher and i'm just like yeah exactly i think i'm just like yeah it's okay never mind we're not gonna sell anything anymore like whatever when i whenever i invest money well then you I'm have a let it ride energy.
2: You choose things you would like to hold on for a long period of time.
0: Yeah. So Absolutely. Just, That's well, what I'm saying. Like, I feel like crypto in general, like you can play, you can play the day trading game. Like, I, I mean, I've done that. You could do the swing trading game, you know, on a monthly basis. And, or you could do like the HODL plus, which you guys are advocating, you know, every, every bull market cycle, you know, sell some, <laughs> right. Or you could just do like the, I'm going to hold it forever. Like my friend who held his Santa hat in Runescape since like whatever 2005, and that shit's worth like two thousand dollars, and he's doing the same thing for Bitcoin since 2014 or 2015. Like, he hasn't. He the only time he sold
1: was to like buy a. That's a plus. There you go. That's it's a noticeable difference in your life. <laughs> that's that's hot plus. You just, you just, it. <laughs> that's the auto plus lifestyle. You,
2: you know, it's like, you know, what, I can a actually like
1: difference in your life do this thing that I've been wanting to do, do for a long period of time
2: and
0: still have crypto. But, but, he, but here's the thing. He, he didn't want a condo until like years later. Right. Mm-hmm. And so even though he had condo money, like probably in 2016, 17, right. He didn't yeah. get a condo
1: until like a year ago. Mm. So that's what I was going to touch on, Corey, while you were talking is like exit strategies are layered and you should prepare yourself for when they change. Right. So my exit strategy when I first got into crypto was never to exit because I was fully encompassed. And I was I was a zealot. I'm not going to lie to you. I would like go into small businesses and say, like, I refuse to buy this taco plate unless you accept my Bitcoin, (laughs) sir. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And oh, wow. I would. I had 500 stickers, the Bitcoin dude, podcast stickers, dude, and I Chello, put them Chello? all over my city in, in different like, places.
2: Borderline yeah. vandalized things with with Bitcoin podcast stickers across their cities.
1: Yeah, we would put our stickers on people's like menus at wow. restaurants, and we were like, "Ah, gotcha, bitch!" Really, just got to be an assholes, really, and put our stickers on like restaurants doors, and put our stickers. Um, at one point, I was at the gas station, and I put our sticker on people's gas caps
0: as, wow. they, walk,
1: as they walked into the disc, the, the store. I yeah, would put yeah. our that's, sticker that's you on you their gas cap, which is, fucking uh, their car. which is not something you want to let someone see you doing, right? If they ever saw me doing that, they'd be like, what the fuck did you just put in my car? I'd be like, bro, <laughs> a sticker. They'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But uh, yeah, we were straight guerrilla marketing with it. Every airport I went to, I would drop stickers like in the um, the area where you wait for the air for the airplane. Yeah, uh, I would just put them all over the place. i was surprised we never got one phone call. I was like, yeah, we're totally gonna see you for vandalizing. But That's
2: I did a lot of weird things in the early days. And I was a
1: zealot, and I you know, I refused to eat this uh, Vietnamese food until you accept my Bitcoin, good sir. And he'd be like, what? What are you talking you about? <laughs> so, uh, but my exit strategy just wasn't the exit. And now, you know, now that I've gotten older, <coughs> and like, you know, maybe I don't. Maybe I, uh, you know, am, and maybe I do know what it looks like after year five. My exit strategy's changed, right? So, um, or it, it changes as you as you change. So you got to be prepared for that as well. But enough financial advice from We're not three people. Financial that are advice. Not We're talking about what we do. Advice. Uh
2: and what I'm curious, what I'm curious about now, oh like up, based yeah. on that, based on that conversation or what you just said, uh how much of you being in the space and buying things and participating and thinking about this stuff actually increased your skill to do that? Like I'm like, how much of you actually owning Bitcoin or, or Ethereum or whatever the coins you own the coins you own influenced your decision to care about money and learn about money and and financial responsibility associated with it. You think you'd be in the same place if you hadn't have been uh, in the cryptocurrency space?
1: No, if I hadn't if I had ignored crypto, I'd be I'd still be in so much debt that it'd be affecting my personality and genetics. And uh, which is a new study, by the way, that enormous debt actually changes people's like DNA. Uh, it makes them. Oh, they should uh, What's happening? We're recording by the way. Video. We see you. <coughs> oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> our producer our producers just stepped in. Um, so to answer your cor- question, Corey. To answer your Corey question. That's uh, very much a Corey question. That's a Corey question. That could be a segment answer your core question um it has changed dramatically the way i view finances um i now think of finances and money in two different things right like finances is the behavior of your money is the that's the only way i can i put it i try to put things in the terms and finances to me is like the behavior of your money right and money is just that money is to me it's it's nothing but an operator it is, uh, you know, $5 equals, um, I don't know, 0.5% of this speaker or $5 equals uh, 5X of this tape that I have sitting here. Like money is just an operator, but finances is how my money is behaving. And I would not have thought about my finances if it weren't for crypto. Right. And what I mean by that is that I start thinking about things in percentage over time. Right. Like, I don't care. I don't care if I take out a loan with a 3% APR if I know that I'm getting seven to 8% return on all of my investments every year. Why the fuck would I care? I'm positive 4% every year. Of course, I'm going to take out that loan and do whatever the fuck I want with that money because I know I'll be able to pay it back in due time so long as I stay able bodied and still able to work and my investments uh, fundamentals don't change. Then, of course, I'm going to take that capital and, and exercise that capital. Like my thinking about finances was not something that I did when I was younger. But if it weren't for crypto and I see like, holy shit, like my yearly gain was one hundred and twenty five percent and my debt was like three and a half, four and a half percent. If you average together, I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good. Right. So it's like. Yeah, crypto helped me make decisions like that, and how my money is behaving over time. And now it's also branched out into all sorts of ways I make decisions about life and finances. So, that answers your core I hope that answers, your, hope that answers question? your question, Jesse. What about you, your Same question. question. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I always thought about money whenever I played video games since I was like ten, playing Greenscape nine or ten. Because like I didn't really care about the grinding part of the game. In fact, the only part of the game that I actually cared about was the money. Um, and that's why I like gravitated toward botting and scripting and uh, like gaming, like just like uh, optimizing, playing with the Grand like, Exchange, right? So like that was like the the, the goal was to make money. I'm gonna yeah, like I, I wasn't one money. of those people who like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, like everybody's like raising their combat level. I'm like, why would you raise your combat level? Like, why don't you just make money and then just pay somebody to level up your combat for you? I don't know. Yeah, but like, so like, so games games I, I just, gave you a lot. Uh, of that, like, yeah, it's, it's, finance.
2: Like, I, we, like we stick with the same definitions, D just said, games gave you a a, a perspective on the finance, like what what how your money is behaving.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I think the, the deep dive into, into money when I was 23, though, was different than how I had treated um, the concept of, of value swaps in games. So when, when I was 23, that's when I started thinking about essentially like um, acceleration of money and how, how if you're not going faster than other people, you're losing essentially. Right. If your money is not growing faster than like, so at, at base, right. At minimum, you don't want to be going slower than 2% a year. Right. Cause you're not even beating inflation at that point. So it goes back to what you said, like that, the, the acceleration of money, right. That's, that's what hit me hard when I was 23. And I was like, how do I escape that? Because I realized that, you know, if you're doing 2% inflation every year, your job, you know, you may, it may look like you're making more money, um, slowly year after year, you know, you get that you know three point five percent raise or two point seven percent raise, but in reality, you're barely keeping up with inflation by you know how much money you make. In fact, I remember when I took my first job, um, there was a senior engineer. He was 35, and I was 23 at the time. And um, we ended up talking about how much money we made, and he was. Uh, I told him how much I made. I was making, I think, like fifty thousand for my first job, and he was he was laughing at me because he said I made 60,000 in the 90s. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's pretty shit then. <laughs> and so and so I went to my boss for a raise after three months at that job. And, you know, like my boss was a great dude and he gave me the raise because like I you had to argue,
2: you had a, a very good argument uh, for
0: why that amount of money was reflective across the work, right? It made no sense. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, 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 you know, what's interesting. It's the fact that like, I, I realized that like, you know, the occupation that you hold in society, like, anyway, I, I, went like deep with it. Right. So like it was, it was before crypto, but crypto, you know, exacerbated it. Yeah. Uh, why, you know, how did crypto my, affect that? Cause like you, you clearly for thinking about these
2: types of things, um, uh, in terms of like power and value within a community, like what it means. And it's, it's mostly relative. So you were thinking about these things, uh, before you entered crypto, what, how did crypto change that?
0: Yeah. Crypto made me realize there's some people who like, they're just throwing money at this thing and they're making, they have faster acceleration of money than I do. And I was like, why the hell is this thing called Bitcoin going up so fast? Why are these 12 year olds (laughs) even using this to trade me for my CSGO skins? Like I, I told them, like I wanted PayPal, you know, Europeans use Skrill. But these kids are trying to trade me Bitcoin. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like, anyway, Did you feel like bitch slapping somebody? Yeah, I was just like, "Why? Why would I do I'm Bitcoin? Sorry. Like, this is some was, internet money?" Well, you're you're right. It's
2: just money. I didn't ask you
0: that. <laughs> well, I know? Yeah,
2: yeah, but like you 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 dove it's, in. Uh, you uh, got pretty de I remember in the when you first joined the <laughs> community, when you first joined, the sort <laughs> yeah, of like participating in the community, you were all about trading
0: and making money and talking. And so like, I was just just saying like yeah in fact that's why price talk came about that channel yeah was because of so like spamming gen chat
2: yeah for with, those in the slack like, you price can thank jesse for the price tech yeah. channel
1: <laughs> yeah yep um that's good Corey. i would ask you that question what's my I answer already know the answer to it because we talk all the time yes it changed the way that you view How did money and finances.
2: Yeah, I'm, well, I'll I say,
1: say it all day long, it you, but I'm curious what D thinks. Um, if I if I had to guess, I would think that you used to think about money and uh, how do I get as much of it as fast as I can, and now you think of it as how do I consistently grow it year over year and compound it?
0: Yeah,
2: no, that's. Yeah. <laughs> that's- that's I get that wow. uh, before crypto, I didn't think about money at all or finances for that matter. I knew they existed. But my main I mean, like I, I knew <laughs> that like, this was this was a field of study where people talk about how to manipulate money appropriately to make it grow, make never go up. Or there is also like the field of study of terms of like economics that talks about the concept, like the more general abstract concept of money and how it moves around and the relationships the people with the people who use it. And I never thought about the, like, yeah, like, like the Austrian general concept of money and what it, sort of it means it. at all, where it came from the history of it. And so yeah. Bitcoin made me, when I first was introduced to Bitcoin, it made me start to then look into like, what is money in terms of like it's used as a proxy of value in communities so that you've solved the like, coincidence of once problem with a barter system and then and like beforehand the only thing that I, I never i never liked money i never cared about it it was more like how much do i need to live the life that i'd like to live and what's what amount of work gets me to that as fast as possible that then still leads me to do a bunch of other stuff that i want to do like how do i get through the day mm-hmm. or get to the month month to month by doing work for others so that i make enough to do the things that i'd like to do that's it. There was never future planning. None of that stuff. Never thinking about what my money was doing when I wasn't using it. And so like, that's what crypto gave me in a lot of the ways. And I think it gave a lot of people this, was like, not only like what opportunities do I have to m- make money that allows me to like live a better quality of life. It, it drastically opened up the world of that with like how much people uh, like, understand that's available to them to make money because it's an inclusive, like global digital currency. They then have more opportunities to make money, to live their life month to month, which think gives them more opportunity to kind of do what they want to do maybe, or find more money for the same work that they do. But it also taught me like, how do I allocate what I currently have in such a way that <laughs> it makes number go up without me having to work. It's like, how do I make my money work for me by putting it in the right places so that like i don't have to do anything in my net value or net ability to like influence my life gets better and that then like leads into like a lot of, a lot of different types of economic theories like distribution analysis figuring out how to allocate things it's really opened up like what I think I really enjoy in life, which is basically like how money moves or how value moves in communities. And how to like, how to assess that and then make decisions based on that.
1: Yeah, crypto crypto is a, is a very holistic experience. This is your first time, if you Google Bitcoin podcast and you found ours, which is a highly likely thing, this is your first time kind of dipping the toe you gotta dip the toe uh you um bitcoin is a holistic experience you're gonna dip your, you it is it is it's it's a i mean i'm, I'm not using the right this words, goes, but i've heard like a lot everything. of scams talk like that <laughs> <laughs> it's a holistic oh, experience <laughs> i've learned a lot about myself i've learned a lot about like objective mm-hmm. things in life i've learned a lot about people i've I've learned it's 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 a it's a if you really dive into it, you can learn a lot about a lot of things. It's interdisciplinary. I've learned a lot about how the Internet works. I learned a lot about, I mean, the very technical aspects of the Internet that allow me to problem solve in my career on a daily basis, where my colleagues have no clue what's going on. They're like, oh, my screen, it says a thing. And then I look at it and I'm like, oh, well, that probably means this. And then I Google the right thing and then I can fix the thing for them. And then like, I've learned, I've learned a lot. You learned how to be tech support from Bitcoin? We've been that for years. Yes, pretty much. I learned how to be tech support from Bitcoin. Um, I've, I've over uh, certain things I never thought I would ever in my life need to even know I can now dabble in like, uh, APIs and calling (laughs) APIs and deciphering this JSON script that pops on my screen that I used to think was like, what the fuck is this? Like every once in a while you're clicking around on internet and you find something and you click on it and it's a JSON script and you're like, who the fuck is looking at this crazy shit? And I would never even think about it. But now I know what that is and I even know how to separate it and parse it and get the information. Like there's all kinds of things that I've learned from being involved with this community and being involved with this money. And if you are just now stumbling into it, uh, you're most likely not gonna get rich quick unless you already are rich and you're just basically gambling. I've heard some stories I heard a story about this guy who puts out $300,000 a hand on blackjack and just lets it ride.
2: That dude, that I, dude, I, views I, the some world, people are in a way that I can't oh? even
1: comprehend. <laughs> I can't, I can't comprehend it. It was uh, basically my colleagues now go to Vegas every year. So, and they always go to the same places and they always do the same things. But <coughs> Vegas now makes it so that the public can access private rooms. Like there's no more thing. There's no such thing more as private rooms. So you can just go. All the big fish and the small fish are in the same pond. And there's there's guys every year that will put $300,000. Not, I'm not, not. uh sorry, not blackjack. Back-around. I have no idea
2: how background works. Back-around. So cool. <laughs> it's and, gambling. It's all I'm going to say.
1: And I don't know how it works either, but three hundred thousand dollars a hand like that's shit's crazy. And then the backstory: of this guy is he's responsible for uh, <laughs> recycling all the used metal. Like people just he takes giant piles of metal from the U.S., sends them to China and sends them back to the U.S. As, in workable materials. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's probably a very wealthy, wealthy guy, super wealthy guy. <laughs> so but uh, all that just to say that I've learned a lot uh and crypto about just a lot of different yeah, things. It's right. Is holistic not the right word to use? Okay, so there we go. Um, now, what you're all here for? Why the price is going up? Let's grab it some straws, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I ate some sugary cereal last week, and that could be why the price is going up. Um, you have let's you have see. any no, like? What oh are your thoughts on, on the price?
2: Contract, I don't have. Minor. Very rudimentary. <laughs>
1: Mine are very exactly the same. Good old fashioned econ one hundred one. Supply like, where, where and the demand. demand come from. It's been that way since the so, I mean,
2: we all know how. Like, there's a steady Like, we, we understand the supply of Bitcoin. It doesn't too. matter what if it came.
1: If it's, that's the thing about it, Corey. The beauty is, the demand can stay the exact fucking same, no, and the price is still going to go up. It
2: does. It doesn't matter. It does. At least that is our demand. Like, there's nothing that happened uh okay we got some so, we got some a- answers from alicia she says uh she, she thinks that things like the pandemic big guys pandemic? and ubi, like, <coughs> guy. UBI where ubi come from yeah
1: uh
2: i know what it yeah, universal, universal basic income got it and why were that what makes you here's the thing also big guys uh, we can set aside for a second so, because there's like legitimate understanding that they're they're they've grown
0: talking about the why do bitcoin. we think
2: people who have gotten a new amount of money have thrown it into bitcoin and what makes us think that that amount of money coming into bitcoin is enough
1: to move oh. the price the way it is oh I see what you're saying Alicia. Uh, um, yeah. one um in the system that we have now bad debt accrues and there's always going to be some sort of schema to um take that bad debt and put it into something, right? That goes back to what I talk about at the beginning of the show is rates of return. If your bad debt is starting to give you such a negative rate of return, you try to take that debt and you sell that debt, or you try to take that debt and buy something else that outruns that debt. So these huge stimulus packages to stimulate things all over the planet is because all over the planet, everyone practices the same shitty economics, which was why I bought into Bitcoin in the first place. And that this bad debt is accruing at such a rate, let's just call it entropy debt. It's just growing and growing and growing all over the planet. And not a single economist on the planet knows how to fix it other than print money. But if they could print a bunch of money and then invest it in something that is going to grow faster than that bad entropy is growing to fuck things up, then, hey, they call it a win. Right. Good old fashioned quantitative easing. Um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do believe that some of the trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that have been stimulated in these economies uh, around the world. A lot of that money is going to be partitioned and bought with Bitcoin is going to be a lot of it and Ether is going to be a lot of it as well. So that's one just assumption. That's just the prognostication. As you like to say, Corey, that's new demand Um, we've got now before last year, there were two institutions that were publicly saying how much big giant piles of Bitcoin at the end of last year, there were 27. That is a huge jump. That is a massive jump. And now already um, it's looking like there will be more and more and more very public companies uh, rebalancing their balance sheets because right now is the perfect time in the (laughs) pandemic, and they're going to add cryptocurrency to their um, long-term assets on their balance sheet. So that is new demand, and that is a lot of demand. If you look at the volume now, it's 10 times higher now than it was in 2017 when the price jumped the first time mysteriously. So that's new demand, right? Volume equals demand. Um, Now, given that the supply is growing so, 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 so short, BitcoinTreasuries.org. Why does volume equal demand? Because that's, (coughs) I mean, it is volume, just demand.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm just thinking. There's like, no they, way to not like, look I mean, if, uh,
2: it's 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 relative to the supply.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, if I if I make a widget, say I make a widget, and on month six I'm selling a thousand widgets a month, but then my volume grows to five thousand widgets a month by month. I don't know. 12. Just gave me like a high school math That's problem. clearly demand.
2: You gave me. I, I'm I pretty so. sure you read you read high a high schools, school math problem for beta to me highest. just now. <laughs> if high, I have five, high widgets, school's but the I highest level. I thought Corey. <laughs> uh, no, but like, yeah, like, I want. I, I don't but know. I like company ABC. Like volume is 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 only a number that makes sense in proportion to supply and demand. If both of those things are growing, in oh, yes. volume that volume means volume is growing too, but it, there's, there, there's no <laughs> difference. Right, so there's like a relative of a thing here you have to keep in mind, but like yeah, I think what you everything you just said is is pretty spot on.
0: And um, those are just aren't there like they... different types of volume, like trading volumes? You can have like like <laughs> new trading volumes, and like you can I, I, was... I don't I didn't take a course in finance, but well, assume I assume that there's a distinction between the two. Well, like what's there nice is... about
2: okay, well you can look at it this way. So if you take volume as a fiat to crypto on-ramp, right? Or off-ramp is that what we're calling volume, the fiat to crypto. Like, so we'll just take one pair us dollar to Bitcoin volume. That's the mm-hmm. amount of trades that happen, uh, where someone is going from Bitcoin to USD or USD to Bitcoin. That's going both mm-hmm. ways. That's, that's both supply and demand. If that's what we're calling it. Um, like in both directions, so the amount of volume doesn't tell you which particular direction you're going. By volume would tell you like you're like you're going from fiat to Bitcoin. Volume is just like how much. It's more like a proxy mm. for interest. Wait, why are we talking about oh, I just, um, I, I volume? Just I, I was
0: just making the distinction because whenever you see like new volume come into mm-hmm. an exchange from like new sources, like somebody, you know, like you have an influx of like a million new users that yeah, connect their bank accounts to like, say Coinbase. Indicator And then you have an influx of new USD. A clear indicator
2: of interest. Huh? Like what I, I, yeah. I, 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 I was
0: getting
2: I was at. Yeah, I, I, and so, then like, oh, we're, okay. we're talking about exchange volume and particularly going from Bitcoin to USD. That's important because the only way that you can really get a sense of uh, demand there is through exchanges or all of the ways in which you can go from Bitcoin to USD.
0: So let's look at the whole globe, globe of options. I I feel like that's not true, Corey, because if you look at the way Binance is structured, originally, they were structured to like, if you increase trading volume, you're just slushing the the money back and forth between, you could even do it between you and yourself. Uh, That's where I'm getting to.
2: So like, imagine all of the world a whole world of opportunities or possibilities of going from Bitcoin to USD and why someone would want to do that. If we just narrow that down to the to the group of people that want to buy Bitcoin with USD, where do they go to do that? And there's a few options here. So like fan that out into a few options. You have ex- centralized exchanges like Coinbase or uh, whatever fiat to crypto on ramp you have. You have local things like local Bitcoins. You have person-to-person exchanges where like you don't see any of it. And you have like OTP, like OTC desks, over-the-counter desks. So like that's a lot of different ways in which you can go from (coughs) U.S. dollars to Bitcoin or fiat to to Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And what we see is a portion of that, which then allows us to like make judgments based on how big we think this portion is. So we'll look at the like metrics of this and like how much this goes up. And then make assumptions based on like that behavior and then apply it to the whole thing. And if if a lot of this stuff is opaque, like you can't see it, you don't know where it comes from, you can't watch the trends. Then it's really difficult to say like because this is happening on the small part that everything is happening. And that's what we're doing. That's what most people are doing is they're is is looking at a small portion of, of trends and they're saying, oh, this is happening. Well, I guess I need to do that. And that's the, that's for that's exchanges.
0: I think that those are people who are just it not doesn't, trading doesn't properly, like, right? If, if if people that's what who, who doing, I know
2: right? people I know have people who I know who I know don't understand anything about mm-hmm. this are talking about this and throwing money at it that they probably shouldn't. Because
0: mm-hmm.
2: they're looking at terrible information sources and seeing number go up real fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're trying to like say like you're trying to explain the trap that crypto Absolutely. is to I, the end
2: so like Or like or like kind of where it comes from, or okay. like how how we we get these like overshots in a lot of ways it through multiple cycles throughout mm-hmm. Bitcoin. Because these 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 price rises have nothing to yep. do with the technology and the people who are using it. It has everything to do with mm-hmm. Perception of like that future demand or uh, um, looking at a specific trend of incomplete information and making assumptions that the whole ecosystem
0: is that way. You're just describing like a like a retail driven bubble, though, right? Like the same thing could be said about Tesla, like on paper, like equity, how much equity does, does the company actually have? like how many cars do they actually produce how many factories do they do they actually own how many companies do they or how many employees do they actually employ it's definitely not 700 billion some, dollars or whatever it's at right now
1: i do know that they delivered 499,955 cars last year and they were only 45 cars short of their goal of half a million cars yeah
0: but if you look at any like mass manufacturer like toyota right who's yeah. actually pumping out multiple types of vehicles i think he even had like a um, liquid hydrogen car, right? Mm-hmm. I saw one in, in California when I was there like two years ago. But yeah, like they, they, they produce like a few million cars, but like their market cap is only like one, I don't know, 130, 175, something like that. They also have a finance arm too. What are you getting to? But they're nowhere near 700 billion. Like that doesn't make any sense. You...
1: Yeah, but I also think that, Jesse, I think that sometimes you underestimate um and if I'm speaking out of pocket, let me know. I think you underestimate the uh, irrationality of human emotion and how much people um, kind of gamble on the future. Not, and no, what no, the no. Gonna bring.
0: No, no, no. I agree. That's why I'm just saying, like, what Corey's saying uh, about, um, like, essentially the uninformed are going to lose money in crypto. Like, it's, it's, um, it's true and it's happening here's the, here's in multiple the issue i trying to get to besides Bitcoin. and this is
2: this is way more broad sweeping than just crypto but a crypto is a very good example of it to us who understand a good portion of the ecosystem relative to those who are uh seeing partial information and making drastic drastic decisions it looks like they're making like they're being stupid or, or, or irrational but to them because they don't have that understanding or broader knowledge of understanding like how what they're seeing is potentially incomplete they think they're making rational decisions they think like oh shit this number's going up and like it's been going up or whatever i should probably limp into it because it's going to keep going that way without having uh, w- 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 based on a comp- like an incomplete view of what's going on and so like they make decisions that they think are good and feel good about but to us who have, who've been in the space for years and understand, like, it can make the argument that I just made before this. It looks like they're being, yeah, negligent,
0: and I don't know how to bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. But are are you are you trying to turn that like what you're saying yeah. is this like a PSA? Like Be careful, like is this like Coinbase saying in early December like, hey guys, prices are kind of getting uh, bubbly, and then like it. Like blasted off towards the end of. I mean, December throughout this entire January podcast, the history's entire podcast, I've said the,
2: your best investment is like the the work you put into understanding what's going on. And the reason is because, like, one, you're yeah. able to like broaden your 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 view of yeah. of uh, why things are happening, so you can make better decisions. Eventually, like, yeah. you're gonna see something that's like painfully obvious. You're going to see fruit ripen and you're going to be like, yeah. why is no one picking this fruit? I should probably pick this fruit. Mm-hmm. And and like you can't get to that point unless you just spend a lot of time trying to understand things. And that that in the end, a consequence of that is probably going to be making money. It's worked for me. Let's put it that way. And yeah. mm, I don't see any way out of that. And I see a lot of foot guns or ways to really screw yourself if you don't do that and you just like YOLO into a bunch of shit you don't understand.
1: Yeah. So So Arguably, that's how this whole
0: thing started though, right?
1: People YOLOed in. PSA. Yes, Alicia, I was going to say DeFi. Mm -hmm. That was my next thing. But this turned into a PSA when originally I was trying to grab straws as to why the price increased. So let's steer us back towards that and i honestly just think it's supply and demand if it doesn't get any i know that's a whack answer and some people are gonna be like oh i need more uh cnbc this out for me and i'm like there's really not more that you need permit <laughs> um it's it's that's just that if the supply shrinks and the demand stays the yeah, same but the my, my point to all
2: of that up, and why i and went it. to that whole tangent was like it's not supply and demand it's perceived supply and demand because people mm-hmm, don't do know proceed? what they're talking about or understand the whole situation. In some, most circumstances, especially now, they can't know everything. But we just outline facts. Yeah, some of the facts that I have is that some facts don't that are, is have the time to understand everything that's going on in this ecosystem. So by that, you will have an impartial view of why things are happening.
1: And you're going to make decisions on that. My so, yes, my initial assumptions are not covering the entire space of why the price is going up. But my initial assumptions are covering yeah, but, but depending on how much article. money you're throwing on the line, I mean, really affects the price. If you're making. I have to me, the, I'll, measure, I'll measure the demand <laughs> not on a graph or in a way that doesn't go into a formula. I'll, I'll say that I have people from middle school hitting me up faster than they ever have before. My aunties are back. My aunties oh, are back like, hey, hey, nephew, where do, I, where do I put this money, nephew? And I'm like, mm, all right, I, I guess it did well last time. Um, the conversation, like, um, I have people at work asking me to be educated about it, asking me how I get into it. I have people I haven't talked to since sixth grade hitting me up like, hey, bro, I noticed uh, you're still black, <laughs> long time no see. And I'm like, really? This is how you start the conversation? Like, no, okay, That's not how the conversation goes. But, you know, that's that's the demand that I see. And yeah, you can call that retail demand, you can call that whatever. But then on the other side, uh, Bitcoin has a permanent ticker on CNBC and it's right there on the bottom every day. It's right there. They're talking about it on a daily Why is that basis important? over and over and over again. Uh, because it just becomes a part of society. It just becomes a part of the conversation. It's this very slow moving snowball to um, when you're in American Eagle Outfitters and you look at the digital price tag and it's, it's switching between you'll see the dollar symbol and then you'll switch and you'll see the Bitcoin symbol, right? Like that's a very long path, but that's that's what it gets to. Uh, we're starting to see um, loans like you could take out loans that are backed by Bitcoin. That's a huge deal. We're starting to see more and more commodities bought with Bitcoin. Like this is these are all facts that I'm saying. These aren't this isn't me just like mm-hmm. sitting on the toilet, taking a nice deuce, thinking up stuff. This is like these are actual fa- excuse me, bidet thoughts. That's a
2: way better way of apologize. Uh,
1: yeah, my bidet thoughts. Uh. These are actual facts that we're talking about. And then let me now, this is me having a bidet thought when Wall Street figures out that they can start codifying and then eliminating entire departments of people that are their only job is to think of financial products and move money around. When they figure that out with DeFi, they figure out they could do that on Ether. It's a fucking wrap. And then that we have the OCC, which is the regulatory body responsible for what banks can and can't transact on. They've just given the green light to U.S. banking industry the US banking industry to transact on public blockchains. So what that means to me, Corey, is demand. And what that means to me is uh, I'm gonna get my motherfucking boat. You're, you're, these- not kidding. No, kidding. you're gonna get a boat one day. But what that means is- <laughs> but what that means is Demand and the supply is only so much. And ether, I know one day is going to cap its supply according to the roadmap <laughs> that the Company built out, right? So then all of a sudden, you've got all this financial activity that only has to exist in a universe that's this big. Well, that universe is just going to have to expand within itself in value if it's going to make sense. I'm
2: reading what Alicia wrote here.
1: I mean, that's. Uh, so I think I think that yeah, uh, and Ether's next. Ether's following the exact same life cycle, both like community-wise, conversationally, that Bitcoin is. Bitcoin's Ether's about to hit fifteen hundred. When here, here's my hashtag: no investment advice. Ether's gonna crank through its new all-time high. It's gonna shoot up to three. That's not cranking. Something. People are gonna be losing their fucking that's minds. Not cranking. That's a, that's a double, huh? In
2: terms of ex, ex, yeah. in terms of in, like, in exponential. Crypto, that's- Going from seven fifty to fifteen hundred of a seven hundred fifty dollar gain to, to it's a, it's a lot. That, that's equivalent to fifteen hundred to three thousand. Those are the same steps yeah. in an exponential gain.
1: You gotta look at this shit logarithmic, baby. And so so three thousand is the next step for ether. People are gonna be like, What's going on? It's fucking crazy. And I'm like, it's actually not that crazy. It's actually making a lot of sense. Um, and 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 Ether is going to be worth five digits in the next five years, and that's, that's just cool. going to be the way it is because so many people will need Ether to build DeFi products to eliminate okay, so that, products there we go. to eliminate no, departments.
2: I'm much more steeped in this ecosystem than you are. But we can agree on that, right? What makes you think it's going to be on <laughs> yes. Ether? Why? Why? Yeah, is I don't know. that DeFi industry going to live on Ethereum. What makes you think that?
1: Um, that's an assumption, and I will say that I don't feel conf- as confident in that assumption as the other. I think that there are other technologies that can do better than Ether, but the public doesn't know that, and for the same stupid reasons, everyone thinks Bitcoin is. I mean, I'll, I'll say it right now: Bitcoin. It's beautiful is that you're out. like reinforcing what I said. Earlier. It's not. I don't know if you mean to do this,
2: but like it's it's perceived yeah. supply and demand.
1: Perception no, is reality.
0: But, I mean. <laughs> it is until it it's, it's maybe it an
2: individual's individual is reality. And then that's but when like you it, called like it If we if were to assume it. that there's an objective truth that's, and like a global reality, it's not <coughs> like perception is not reality.
1: Yeah. 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 And so you're not wrong. And that's why all these other cryptos exist and they have value and they're getting more value. Right. The value just is getting distributed into the best the best um networks that's what it seems like it's happening so um
0: let me ask you this question Corey to piggyback off of what he was asking but to ask it in a different way well I, what he was saying but like let me just ask the question um is 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 it gonna go into every chain has its own version of DeFi and then you have like cross um asset transfer that was the question yeah. Um it's really
2: there's a lot of options and I'm not sure which one like tends toward like a like a like a reasonable like reality was, because like just... you have this option like what you just said where every individual network has their own version of DeFi, right? A project I say at project X lives yeah. on blockchain Y. And then the value just lives with yeah, that ecosystem. We, but then as, we've, as we're as we seeing, especially now, um, we're building bridges from one blockchain to another, which allows for a multi-blockchain currency. Mm-hmm. Like I can have a digital asset spread across yeah. a bunch of different blockchains. But, but updating right, wrapping it it. is a complicated process, especially as you increase the number of blockchains in which an asset lives on. So like a global view of of the digital scarcity becomes increasingly more complex as you, as you increase the number of, of, of blockchains like separated islands in which that currency exists because it has to be digitally scarce. That's the one thing that that's the only thing that makes it valuable. Like that allows us to bring value into it is that we know the supply and we know that if I give you something, you get it, I no longer have it and there's a limited amount. So we know the relative amount that that's worth. Right? Yeah. I gave you one Bitcoin. One Bitcoin is relative to one in a, a 21 million Bitcoins. That means we can both come to an agreement mm. on how much value that is. But as you start to then place that digital asset and myriad in a bunch of different places, it becomes really difficult to say, like, is it actually 21 million? Or is it like kind of fucked up over here because they have a problem? And what we're seeing is like Mm. a bunch of different blockchains grow a bunch of bridges that are bridging between one blockchain and another to allow you to like move assets from one to the other and not a lot of really good ways Mm. to make sure that we understand the 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 risk that changes as you move it to each blockchain because they're different and like a security risk of (laughs) of a contract on like Ethereum could affect the supply of the wrapped Bitcoin on Bitcoin, right? So that calls into question, like, uh, Mm -hmm. what is the actual supply? And how much should I trust that my wrapped Bitcoin on Ethereum can be redeemed for Bitcoin on on the Bitcoin blockchain?
0: And so, like... Yeah, how does it actually work? Because, like, I I never... I haven't dabbled into DeFi or DeFi, whatever. and i'm just curious so like if i if i go defi farming yield farming with my one bitcoin and i wrap it i have wbtc on mm-hmm. is that like an erc20 yeah. token so yeah. if i if i have wbtc and then um i guess i'm not really sure where it goes from there in terms of like how you like mm, provide depends. liquidity like do you do you provide that that wbtc as collateral for like some other token that's like i don't know it depends. Token. It depends. Token. It depends on the
2: protocol. So Token. Like, Token. I mean, we, we're adding a lot of complexity <laughs> on how to keep track of like the actual value of the thing. If the base asset is BTC and you're trading with it like four or five layers up, it's, it's, it's real hard to keep right. track of that. And so, and that's what we're, we, that's what we're building. So like to answer your question, like, is that what the world, is that what like the future of crypto looks like? I don't know. Because as it stands today, we can't do it all on Ethereum. It's not it doesn't scale enough.
0: Like we we can't fit that many transactions. So let me well, ask you that. Um, like, I, I mean I, I understand that we're going to be using multiple blockchains. Like I I don't have the assumption that d that does about if ETH like exploding like Bitcoin. Like I understand that the, like you have Polkadot, you have um Co- you have Cosmos, you have Avalanche, you have Algorand, you have all these different types of blockchains that will eventually do the same thing but have different properties of the networks in terms of security uh, throughput um, finality whatever right and based on those different properties of each of those chains you'll have different business use cases you know some will be better for um,
1: trading than others right um, go ahead oh no go go ahead, D. i was i was i was gonna, i was just thinking while you guys were talking about this is like one way to try i don't know if anyone's done this yet and if they have they're not very outspoken about it. Maybe they're keeping it close to the chest. It's to see if you can find any correlations between the growth patterns of different popular popular things in different sectors. Like what I mean by that is like, what's the growth trajectory of technologies? And does that have any correlations with the growth technology or the the growth trajectory of like clothing or like um languages or like you know things things that are that humans touch right things that humans touch and do if there's any correlations between the growth trajectories of these things you're doing
0: you're yeah, doing science like, in your uh, head right now is it something <laughs> even levitt like freakonomics some shit like like uh like uh pro uh um contraceptives have like or some relation to like um incarceration rates like you want, you want like that kind, of, I, I I, don't, I think that's straying from the point that I'm trying to get at, which is like the blockchains that are going to be hosting DeFi. There there's may be isolated be like, let's islands say, of, like of value. 30 of them.
2: That are somewhat redundant across the islands.
0: Is that going to, is that going to mean that economic, like how is that going to affect the economics of how. I don't know. Bitcoin exists right now, right? Which is everybody thinks it's going for golds, you know, trillion, trillion dollars. It depends depends on how people tap into like
2: that digital scarcity and then then how it gets spread across blockchains. Because right now we have like rudimentary ways of doing it. Like wrapping, like wrapped Bitcoin is a rudimentary way of handling Bitcoin on another blockchain. Uh, But yeah, there's more, there's more wrapped Bitcoin uh, than there is in the Lightning Network, which is, which is a technically better way of handling the digital scarcity on a, on a separate chain. Uh, and so like, I don't know, it's, it depends on like how we do it, whether or not it gets hacked and how, how that, how we do that scales and then how the users, like how the user perceives it. Like at the end of the day, like the, the person who's using the end product, the Bitcoin or wrapped Bitcoin or lightning or whatever. In, in, in the future when people actually use this shit, is they're not going to know any of these things. And so it really depends on what application provides the use that people actually use this stuff and what technology stack they chose to use that then, one off of the knot, because of that popularity and use and functionality, becomes the standard for everyone else to do it because they want to tap into that market.
0: I feel like you're not going to have that because like, I feel like it, what's going to happen is you're going to have like, you know how healthcare or like banking, uh, back-end infrastructure, they just have different software that communicates Why? with their own flavor of yeah, database. You, you nailed like, it. Like they're all probably using- Because they, they, need, they need to deal with their own database. Yeah. But if the
2: database is all the same, the blockchain, then they're probably going to coalesce a little bit.
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're all going to be, like there's going to be uh, different yeah. standards- on each different blockchain and in, in the way that they play around with their own DeFi uh, mm-hmm. th- yeah, with with own like because like everybody's doing like some sort of like I I only know like Avalanche stuff, right? Because you guys talk about it. So I know you know we have like this common diction. So if I say everybody like these 20 chains are gonna be doing like subnet equivalents with their each subnet is might have its own DeFi token, and then you have like some main chain token asset, like like what is it mm-hmm. like X chain assets yeah. on Avalanche? Mm-hmm. And then say like X chain has some sort of um I I guess where where would so RackBTC. Right. BTC I'm trying to, I'm trying to like go like five layers up for WBT well, so, it, so I well, can if, like
2: if we if we talk, so we can right, ruminate we on the could like find ourselves only avalanche right at least like they yeah and much like Ethereum so Ethereum and Avalanche are, are similar in this scenario um, there's a base layer asset which people have to conform to now with Ethereum, it's not the same because like you could maybe make an argument that the Ethereum blockchain is a registry of all the tokens that are on top of it, but that registry, like the tokens that live on top of Ethereum don't have to conform to some standard. If you look at the X chain -chain on Avalanche, they have to conform to a standard. So you have a universal language of tokens and NFTs at the base layer, which regardless of how many layers you go up or down or whichever direction, if you would like to exchange things, they have to conform to that standard. Yeah.
1: But like you're talking about,
2: or like with a broader context than for right here, like if Avalanche isn't the thing that takes over, which probably won't be, uh, we have to have that universal standard. Like if we don't have a universal standard for all blockchains when we transfer things, then we're going to lead to a world like you were just saying, where like you have isolated places with different standards doing different things, which is fine. That's the way the
0: world works. But like, I think that's what like. Do you think at some point somebody's going to no. create no. a someone, standard? Someone to may make it essentially like but a blockchain <laughs> Yeah, but if governments force people to do it,
2: sure, they like do it China, for, people, for instance. So it doesn't matter
0: with BSN.
1: I think that centralization is inevitable in all things, that's just the way that we've proven for years and years and years and years and years that it makes things the most efficient and allows people to live mm-hmm. the lives they want. So I think that eventually that, I mean, yeah, there's people that will argue that, but at the end of the day, um, I go take a shit and I flush it down and I don't have to worry about who handles that, that poop. There's a specialized centralized entity that does that. Unless it comes it. back up and there's something wrong with the plumbing,
0: which could very up. well happen when you wrap <laughs> BTC too many times. Come back right? around.
1: Yeah, you get deep with it and layered with That's me, and it. That's what I'm saying. Use too much wrapping on that shit. And you might just you might run into some issues. But um, yes, things centralize naturally, and we like it that way. That's just, that's, there's no way around that. No, People I don't get, think
0: so. I don't think that this is going to centralize naturally. I think naturally it's like Corey and I were saying, it's going to become like their own islands. Everybody's going to have their own. It'll be a mixture. It's that they'll make a Because they want to. There's going to be a, like, be a lot of islands.
2: Them. Some islands are going to be real big. Some islands are going to be real small. And then some islands are going to talk and some islands yeah. won't. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, the world works.
0: Like- yeah. <laughs> it's- yeah. I don't think one island. like I don't think one island is gonna get so big it's gonna like absorb all the other island. It, is that's probably not what you're saying though, do you is it?
1: There's a there's gonna be a bucket of protocols that I are the that. protocols that are most popular and that really used and then eventually for security sake and stability's sake, uh, A or multiple groups of governments are gonna sweep in and say those are the golden standards. And then that'll like
2: goals. bolster them. And that's even the more way so it. like the moment that a large influential entity in a community makes a decision and says it's the thing that they're going to do and they recommend other people do it it really like ossifies that thing into a standard that other people block into I mean look maybe this is a conversation for next time because we're already over an hour so why don't we wrap it up and
1: no, this is oh, a yeah. big ass long show bro but I Wait, just like I you know for the just...
0: sake of for the right. sake of like our audience and what we enjoy doing, like we're talking about like, you know, speed of money, essentially, right. Getting ahead of the curve. So, you know, what to, you know, what to throw your money at essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, I want to, I want to, I want to highlight
1: is,
2: is any, both scenarios here. Like one is an investor standpoint of like, how do I allocate what I have so that it grows the fastest? the other the other side of that is what i think is just as important if not more is like how do i make sure the work that i do earns me the right like the like the the, the, the most amount of money like what opportunities can i do what can i trade for 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 money in the best way as opposed to like how do Mm -hmm. i take what i have and make it work for itself You have the the other part where, like, how do I make sure what I'm doing is is optimized so that I have more? And I think crypto has an effect on that because it allows people to do things they weren't previously capable of doing uh, now because they get paid from people that are very far away from them. And and so, like, that's Mm -hmm. a part we should, like, I think the original ideology of Bitcoin leans towards. How do we make lives that allow people to live the, live live it more like cl- more closely to what they would like to do based on increased opportunity and inclusion to a financial system than the investment op- than, than the investment opportunity. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like we're that's far where, away from that. Though. That's where most people, that's where most of the money goes. That's where most of the attention goes. Because the concept is how do I take what I have and make it grow faster? And there's a lot of people. And when you when you have that concept and it works, you can make money grow fast. You get a you get a disproportionate amount of money focused on that part, but doesn't make it less important to like
0: enabling the rest of the world who doesn't have money yet. Corey, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it was ever about like like yeah, it, like that's just an. Uh, ideal. We'll see. We'll, we'll see.
2: If, if, if I we don't cha- think that's okay. going to ever happen. Way, if we change the way governance happens and yeah. we increase the uh, people's ability to make money in places where they previously couldn't, then that's not true.
1: I think that the only way to figure out if crypto works for people in countries and cultures that we're trying to quote unquote, I don't know, give them access to finances, is to give it to them and watch what they do with it. Like, and we're not to that point. Nobody talks about it. And that's one thing, I'm glad you brought that up, Jesse. This is brutally honest and it's funny because everybody's like, with the power of a phone, I should say in my Andre's voice because he talks really funny, but he's like, with the power of a phone, this community in the middle of nowhere and one satellite now has a bank for the whole community and they'll look at that phone and they'll be like what what i'm fine i don't maybe give a shit i think people not everyone's like that that's
2: not that's not true (laughs) it's just the the amount of value that flows through that community is so low relative to like actual like wall street finance that it it sounds like it's negligible but it makes a severe impact on those communities and you can't discount that because the amount of money flowing through them is relatively
0: small That's fucked
1: up. It's the great, Uh, it's like the great gift. uh, Go ahead, Jesse.
0: uh, So I talked to my dad about this, right? I was like, hey, you know, did you know, like, you know, if you threw money at this thing called Bitcoin, you'd make like a whole lot more money. And my dad's like, you know, I come from a third world country. I didn't even know about money. Like, I didn't care about money. So, like, when I hear people saying, like, yeah, we're trying to bank the unbanked. The unbanked don't even think they're missing anything. Out, Like, they don't think they're missing out on anything. I'll put it that way. They don't yeah. feel it. They're having. They don't know what they
1: don't know, and that's what all. If I'll anything, say. if
0: anything, crypto all it's doing is like unloading risk, like it's decentralizing centralized debt, risk? yeah, and risk. That's, I agree with that a thousand percent. They and don't know if this. Don't know. It's this guise of I, you know, the I, the ideology that we're going to unbank the unbanked. Uh, well, we say we're going we to It's like no. Reason. Okay, that's a that's yeah. a pretty strong corollary
1: yeah. there. Banking the unbanked. Banking the unbanked just equals a huge a huge opportunity in dollar signs for uh, people that I don't are agree banked. with that. I don't agree that's with that all whatsoever.
2: I cool mean yeah. I I I, well, I look understand. In, look at that him. That's, that's an influence. Look at it. But all right, let's talk about this. Look what at about, Pesa, like, though. tyrannical regimes and the people who are who are oppressed under them. And they don't have the option for these things or even know that the options exist. And, and they may be relatively happy in the shitty existence that they live in. Does that mean we shouldn't introduce ideas to them? Because, like, they're kind of happy?
0: No, I'm just asking. So now yeah. you're yeah. saying Bitcoin no. is freedom?
2: It's an example. It's a hyperbolic one, but it's an example that, that proves a point. Like Introduction of technology into a community that doesn't know about it, who is perceived as happy, doesn't mean that they can't be happier. It, but, uh, but also... Doesn't mean you can't fuck I, it up too. Like it's 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 a it's a two way street.
0: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like like uh, it's like a like well, however they react to the technology is just can be my, good or bad. In my opinion, it's an if you give it, them more them options that up. allows
2: them to make decisions
0: based on their based on
2: their culture and, and and livelihood, it it should be a better thing.
0: But but who are you to decide that? See, that's like that's what I'm going back to. Like it's it's this very like like uh what, you, what were the british like what were they when they made all their colonies what do uh, you call them
1: empirical no I, yeah like uh, it's like
0: empire mentality right. it's like we know it's better for you let's let let me help you unbanked
1: that's all i'm saying is that we i have yet <laughs> seen a project publicly or at least say like hey colonizers yeah crypto shit and we're just gonna give it. We're just gonna give it to a community that we wouldn't think would need it, and see if they use it. And I want to yeah. see if it's like, like for example, like my pops gave my grandma like a two hundred dollar router, and she unplugs it now, <laughs> and it is a bookend. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's like, what I'm saying. So I want to yeah. see if I want to see if that happens. Like if they're just like, oh, cool, crypto. Well, that's the thing. It's like uh, if you don't cool. if you don't give them a purpose,
2: it's relatively worthless for
1: them. Yeah, I'm saying like my, he gave my grandma purpose. This router is gonna help you get on the internet, and she said, "All right, sweet child." Yeah. And then she unplugged it. And she- <laughs> right, sweet child. <laughs> I mean, like Corey, like you know how like
0: they have like um, I, I know for a long time people were trying to uh, help help the third world by giving them loans, right? So you have like essentially the same the same <laughs> same concept of like a payday loan, but like in a third world country, and it's like. It helps some people, yeah, but then it also hurts people. Like a capitalism, one well, person dep- 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 will profit, ten people will suffer. Uh, depending on the mechanism design
2: of whatever you put on somebody,
0: it's like you're tossing one rope in, and there's like ten people in a hole, and then one person going to use that rope, and then the rope is going to disappear, and then those people, those those nine people that are left, Maybe. are going to get further down. It, d- it
1: depends. I mean, I th- I don't know. I just like the the pesa example was an actual objective example that we can go to and what it, what we can use to try to avoid pitfalls if we are truly going to bank the unbanked, and that is M-Pesa is great. This whole this entire country is is and more than one country. I think it's like I think it's a lot more than one now. They use cell phone minutes as their currency. Yeah, but yeah. all of that boils up into one bank in England's balance sheet. Yeah, that that entire country's financial existence is one line on one bank's balance sheet in England. I mean, arguably we see the same thing, like like uh, in 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 Steam
0: marketplaces. Like for I'll, I'll bring up Counter Strike and Dota all day, right? Like there's a there's a way there, there's a want. The want is that people want to exchange skins. And how do they do that? Well, they're they're using the keys that you use to open up crates, and that becomes their medium of exchange. And guess who's profiting at the end of the day? Steam Valve, the marketplace—they're they're, they're profiting off of the percent gains of every transaction.
2: Okay. Is, that, is that bad? If, that, it's if it's you like, enable, like I'm I'm just saying, like,
0: like you, you, you toss down a rope, and like, there's going to be like you're just creating more economic disparity. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like you think you're going to create equality, it depends. but you're really it not. It Depends
2: if it's if it's if like the emergent value flow pools to, to pools to small amounts of individuals. Like, but like, you can't say that someone who creates something and enables value for people, like who increases the value of people's lives, shouldn't be. Yeah, shouldn't benefit from the system themselves. Now, the value in which they benefit relative to those. Oh, who, I'm not saying like, that you
0: are I'm not saying that at all. It depends. It's like, like the the. the I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I'm saying you making the choice to try and benefit other people. You might change the players no, who are sure. in the game who are who are up there, right? You just like there are, there are rich people, like let's say Bitcoin, let's let's like project like a thousand years in the future, right? Bitcoin becomes like the global asset. Everybody who has dollars, let's say America's like in decline, and then you're just you're just upsetting that you're inverting the pyramid of economic disparity. And and like people who got into Bitcoin and kept holding on to it, it inverts that pyramid. And you as a byproduct, you 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 get money. You get whatever the value of exchange, you get a portion yeah, of but that. I think and what's you can happening convert that now, around. It's like, at
2: least like in my opinion. The point of all this is you're, you're not you're not you're no longer using a pyramid. You're, you're 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 changing the shape in which value flows.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it's like you take this cup, right? And then and then you say, I'm gonna make the poor people richer. I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna bank the unbanked, and then you do this, and then you do this like a bunch of times, and then you go, I'm gonna give you a new technology. And then you swap out the cup for this wallet. This wallet is better than yeah, the I cup, agree. but you're but still like, going to have the that, same what's dynamic. What's interesting
2: about all of this is that you can have multiple things that, operating at once, which work for whatever community that like. But what, that they have, they now have more options to choose the shape that works for their community. If that makes sense, that that's important. Right yeah. now, we've been we've been yeah. pigeonholed into very few shapes of value flow.
0: And, and we've just we've just yeah. been kind of and, rotating and the few it. people who are A who are bit. able to see what we're doing now. Yeah, yeah. And like like you said, the the few people who are able to see this cup slowly doing this number, you're going to yeah, be able to capitalize on the volatility of the shift.
2: It's just what I what I think is missing from the conversation is that blockchain allows us to have multiple shapes simultaneously. We're not we're not stuck with one. It's programmable money. You get you get to you get to program the finance. But yeah, okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and you aren't you aren't forced yeah. into someone else's programmed finance.
0: You can. Well, let me ask you this: Do you are you not forced? Like, if you're the last person to buy Bitcoin, and your your U.S. dollar has inflated to beyond recognition, like one dollar is now like I don't know one yeah, quadrillion you dollars.
2: You are. Like, are you I'm not affected?
0: But wouldn't you be forced if Bitcoin sure. does? Sure. That usurp means that the there's dollar? only
2: one one shape. Bitcoin doesn't allow for well. For even a bunch of even things. if you wanted
0: to stick with a dollar, you've created new shapes that usurp value from whatever the original I'm, I'm shape. I'm telling was. you that
2: like the the ways in which individual digital assets move is the shit. Yeah, and that we have a bunch of different ones now. And smart contracts really throw a lot of uh variability into making shapes if if it ends up in a world where we only use one way of doing those things then yeah you're stuck but we're not yeah and so it's not it's not going to be one thing that works everywhere in my opinion it's going to be a bunch of things that work where they belong you get to kind of pick and choose where you belong and when you decide to do that is dependent upon yeah. how much that shape affects you or like how much you're willing, you're able to like take advantage of it. And there's going to be a lot of people who like play yeah. the game and just make number go up and take advantage of shapes. If we're going to keep using this analogy, but it's still better for mm. the overall, all the communities because they have more options than where they'd like to belong and how they'd like to operate.
1: Yeah. So I. I don't know, about that. I I'm somewhere <laughs> in between Corey's world and Jesse's. World. Well, but but world. I agree
0: with Corey, Corey, like Corey and I are agreeing. Like, there's nothing that I, I the only thing that we disagree about is is the fact that you have these shapes inverting constantly like this. Say this is Ethereum, right? And this is like, I don't know, polka dot.
1: So Jesse's this, holding this, up yeah, a cup
0: sorry. and then a square. Don't so we I'm have video, don't we have like a like video half, on the listeners? Oh, yeah, we are just going to be listening. Okay. So okay. all
2: right, for those who aren't watching.
0: Okay, uh, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, keep describing what I'm doing, D. All right, so this is Ethereum, right? It's the okay. king of smart contracts right now, right? Yes. Uh, actually, I should turn it like this, right? Okay. And this is, let's say, Polkadot, like just a, just a, a, another example of a, of a chain that can potentially usurp Ethereum in utility, right? Because it's better, right? Regardless of are, whether people perceive it as being better, like, let's say it just is better, right? Unless you unless you have a crystal ball, you'll and and, and you know that this. Okay, that. you You you're again unless you have a crystal ball and you can see that public perception is shifting to align with quantitative, like metrics that this thing is actually better. Like if 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 public perception is aligning with concrete utility improvements, then you're not really going to see this happen. But like. Regardless what, what Corey is saying, is like you're going to have a whole bunch of these shapes, right? That are all going to be doing some sort of inversion. And at, at the bottom, though, right? At the bottom, you're going to have, this is the US dollar, right? This is all, this is like representative of all fiat currencies, essentially. This mm-hmm. one is going to be below, like you're going to be taking value from this and it's going to be basically distributed to all the different shapes, regardless. So all the different shapes are exchanging value, and uh, changing positions in terms of the hierarchy, which one is valued more or less? They're all growing though, relative to this. And this is fiat currency, period.
2: Yeah,
1: but that's but all. I'm eventually, saying. they're. You know what I down. learned from that. Exp- what I learned from that whole thing is how do I own the force that's making those things move in America. Right, and that was that's the exchange, right? And that's and that's, people, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what Corey is saying. That's his endgame.
0: It's his growing and using using what he has. Top, in terms and on top of, of that, to other than, than that, their, this
2: is a great way to wrap the show up because I need to, I need to go. Yeah. But like, you will also only reinforce the fact that it's worthwhile, probably mostly, to invest your time in understanding what's going on, so that. You can see all of that happening and make decisions based on it. Because if you don't, if you don't, you're going yeah, to be subject to whatever someone tells you.
1: Yeah. So, so let's wrap it up. for Those of you listening, welcome back to another year of the Bitcoin podcast, baby. um You know us. Same great show. Same great shit every time, week in and week out. Um, it feels good to be back um is there any announcements really let's 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 just kick it so um patreon if you go to a, a patreon.com search for the bitcoin podcast you'll find this um please become a patron um we have very real goals that we'd like to do with this show but at the same time uh we do do this show just out love. of you know love for the game it's like passion i love you know so uh if you become a patron we will use that money to make the show better that's what we do with that money um so uh, also you can join our slack or you can check out our store um at store.thebitcoinpodcast.com uh you can look at all the things that we offer we even sell underwear we do sell boxers uh and uh we also sell if you have a need for a bean bag cover if your bean bag like the one that jesse has is just growing a little bit stale and you want a new cover for it you can buy that from us because we leave no stone unturned um also um you can join our slack if you go to the bitcoinpodcast.com you can click on the tab that says slack and you can join that and you can be a part of the conversation uh and it is a very very well curated community of great daily conversation um and you know, the, I mean, it ranges from beginner level conversation to people are in there talking about new DeFi products every fucking day. Like it's 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 a lot going on in the Slack right now. Um, and there will be future benefits for being both a member of the Slack and a patron. So you might want to you know think about think about some of that shit. You know, think about some of that. It's an announcement what of an announcement.
2: think just to, just did um, the whole like, finance thing. <laughs> later we'll have announcements um, so this is an announcement of that
1: yeah well i like some of the ideas we're throwing up man we should do that Dow. we should do that Dow. we should do that stuff but anyways um that's it for this week guys episode 334 next week you'll have episode 335 all right uh we're back baby shout out to megan the stallion um you know, Zazie Beats, and Georgia Curtis. Uh, thank you all beautiful women for what you do. <laughs> and you introduce so much good into the world. So much. Uh, Zoe Saldana. Mm, I don't know. We're, you know, we're on bad terms right now. You don't know that, but I know that. Um, <laughs> That's it. You guys got any shout outs? Shout out to 2020
2: being gone hopefully 2021 ain't as bad it's not a good start no, it started so far. Out great didn't
1: it uh <laughs> play the outro